Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of Tile Money, the podcast where we get into the business of being a tile contractor. I am, tile, I am a tile contractor myself. My name is Luke Miller. If you haven't heard this podcast before, this is episode 58. So there's 57 other episodes. Uh, the first three, I discuss my first three years in business um, from zero to, th to 300,000 in sales um, a year. Okay. So you're going to want to maybe, if you want to listen to those first three, we've got a lot of great interviews. Uh, I've interviewed Carl, the flash, uh, Mike Shapiro, Ron Nash. Uh, we talk about goals with, uh, Steve Rosh and we talk about a lot of great stuff. So if you haven't heard them all, uh, go back. Uh, if you're in iTunes, it, it jumbles them up. I don't know what's up with that app, but it's available on all these apps. So Tile money is made possible by the National Tile Contractors Association. And this episode is sponsored by Ladecree International. Now, speaking of sponsors, I just wanted to let you know, maybe you're out there listening and wondering how you can sponsor me. Get a hold of me, uh, email me, tilemoney at gmail.com. A link's on my website. Um, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of on, on social media. Uh, very soon here, if you get a hold of me in the next few days, I'll have you something to look at, a package, a media kit, package that you can look at. So just, just get a hold of me. I mean, as simple as that. So I wanted to talk to you. Uh, this is another solo episode. I want to talk to you a little bit about the, what's coming down the pipe here. In the next few weeks, what can you expect from me? And today, in particular, I want to be talking about uh, sales. Recently, in my email newsletter, we've been focused on sales. And I've got uh, several more weeks, probably eight more weeks of sales coming at you. This is a once, uh, once a week email newsletter. It's short, it's brief. And like I said, right now we're going over phone sales advice and why this is so important. So if you're not subscribed, go to my website, tilemoney.com and jump on that, get subscribed to the weekly email newsletter. And if you want the last uh, four or five or six that went over these bullet points, let me know. I'll get those to you as well. Just privately message me. So I want to kind of recap what we've been talking about there. I also want to talk to you about some of these upcoming solo episodes. I want to get some solo episodes out. I've got some things I really want to say to you. And then I've got some great interviews scheduled too. So I'm going to, tell, I'm going to give you a sneak peek into some of those. And I also want to tell you uh, how you can win a Tile Money shirt, t-shirt, all right? And I'll tell you how you can buy one if, if you have uh, a few dollars to spend. But if you want to win it, if, you, if you're strapped for cash, I'm going to tell you about that. Now, let's get into the sales recap. Now, if you're a tile technician, you're installing tile, that's how you make your, your, your living. I assume that's you know the bulk of my audience. You can't be, and if you're in business for yourself, you can't perform your trade, you can't install the tile if you don't sell it. So ultimately, that's why we're talking about sales because you are a salesperson. Now you gotta get that through your head. I am a salesperson. I'm selling myself, I'm selling my services, I'm selling my tile installation. You need to get used to that fact number one, and then you need to get used, uh, get very familiar and okay. Be okay with being rejected on a regular basis. All salespeople get rejected, but if they're gonna be salespeople, if they're gonna be business owners for the long haul, they have to learn not to lose your enthusiasm. Don't get discouraged. Doesn't mean you're not good at what you do because every single one of those knows every time you get rejected, you're that much closer 
to someone saying yes, according to your terms, according to your prices, you're looking for your customer. So this rejection that you're getting, this is actually good news. This is much better than taking a job because you had to and then being feeling regret, being depressed because you know you didn't make any money. This is so much better. Does that make sense? This is the kind of knowledge that we're talking about in the newsletter. This is the kind of stuff that's gonna help you qualify the good leads from the bad leads by using these questions. I'm gonna give you two questions today to use over the phone. I'm gonna give you the first question and the second question. And I want you to use these when you pick up the phone or when you call somebody back. These two questions are gonna encourage your potential clients to open up and, and talk. You want them talking. You want them giving you valuable information that's gonna help you determine first whether or not you wanna go ahead and make the drive out to their house to see their project and if they're the right customer for you. Uh, speaking on the phone is a skill. It's gonna take time. It's gonna, you're gonna have to practice it. It's one that you're gonna have to refine. You're really gonna wanna watch the way you talk. You can do this a couple ways. Stand in front of the mirror. Just talk to yourself. I know it's goofy. I know it's funny. You're going to look dumb. You're going to feel dumb. I mean, but nobody's in the room. Nobody can see you. It's going to pay dividends. This is going to pay. If you, any sales, all salespeople do this. Real estate agents, they do this. You know what else they do? They talk. They, they find a buddy, a phone buddy or whatever, whatever you want to say, a sales buddy, right? And they practice with each other. All right, today, Jim, I'm going to sell you a tile job and you're, you're my potential customer. And then tomorrow we'll, we'll reverse it. And we'll do that a hundred times, a thousand times. It's, it's, it's a practice. Guys, guys who are making a million dollars in sales, they continue to practice because it works. It's the one thing that actually works. This is the kind of stuff that's going to project your business. This is the kind of stuff that's going to elevate you. Speaking on the phone is this skill, you know? And that's the, way you, that's the way you hone a skill is you practice, practice, practice. So, so I want you to speak clearly and concisely when you're practicing. I want you to smile a lot. Smile even if they're not in the room. Don't be, have a frown. This is going to convey, this is going to come across the phone lines. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a scientific fact. A smile does that. It's, it's, it's so weird. So just smile, be enthusiastic. You know, be, be happy to be talking to them. Be enthusiastic about selling them a potential job because ultimately you're selling yourself. And the initial phone conversation, this is what's called a first impression. And we all know what first impressions are. You don't get another one. You don't get a second chance. It's, it's, that's just the way it is. That's why they call it first, right? There's first place and then there's second. You want to be in first place. You want to have that quality first impression over the phone. So please, friends, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm begging you, and I've done it. I'm guilty of it. So I'm right there with you. Fight the urge to pick up the phone when you're driving in your car. Fight the urge to pick up the phone when you're grouting. See? Because this is going to, you're distracted. How are you going to make a good first impression? How are you going to remember these two and three and four questions that we're going to be, I'm going to be sharing with you in upcoming episodes? How are you going to remember these questions? If you're picking up the phone when you're driving, you're not. A good salesperson, even though he knows the questions, he'll have a placard, sometimes a wallet-sized credit card placard to remind himself 
of the, the, the calls that are, the, excuse me, the questions that he wants to ask. He'll have that reminder. He doesn't rely on himself. He doesn't rely on his memory because we're all got so much going on in our brains. So the point of these questions is to get people talking, get that customer, that potential customer talking. And with the right questions, you'll learn everything you need to know with only a handful of questions. You'll learn their needs, their wants, their fears, their needs, their wants, their fears. This stuff is sales 101. This stuff will help you sell your services, your tile installations for more money. See, because fears are an important part of that equation. You want to learn, did they have a bad experience with another contractor? Well, that's where you can shine. What are their needs? Do they need it quick? Do they need it immediate? Well, maybe you can offer that for an upgraded fee. Do they want something over the top? That's you anyways. So learning to filter out these bad customers is extremely important because when you're asking these questions and they say, well, I've got the board up, I've got a demo and I've got the Duroc up, that may not be your customer. So the only reason, the only way you can do that is, is with these questions over the, the phone before you run out there and waste your time. Because someone can tell you no, or you can tell someone no over the phone just as easily as they can say no after you've already driven out to their home, used your valuable time and resources to, to go out there just to find out they weren't the right customer. They want it done tomorrow, I can't be there. You know, those are obviously easy questions. So this is the first question. This is what I want you to say when you pick up that phone to call somebody back or when you answer that phone when you're in a good, if you're in a good position and you're answering phones that day. Hi, sir. Yeah, happy to talk to you about your tile work. Uh, before we get into the meat of the conversation, may I ask you a few questions to get to know you a little bit better and determine if we are a good fit for each other? Now, this question is something that I call priming the pump. What's the point of asking this question? Well, first, you don't want the phone conversation to seem like an interrogation. So you're kind of priming the pump. You're letting them know you've got a few questions for them. And, and then two, you're, subcon you're subconsciously letting them know, indicating to the potential client that you're the one that is, is in control of this conversation. And you are the professional. You're the one that, that's gonna be in control of the whole job. And you're to be taken seriously. So, that, so you're setting it up. You're, you're already setting it up for a win by doing this. And if they get nasty with you or they kind of balk and, and, and you can tell that they don't wanna open up, they don't wanna talk to you, just simply say, is now a bad time? And shut up. Now zip your lips. Don't say anything after that question. And, and as a rule of thumb, whenever you ask questions, zip your lips because you want them to talk next. And listen to what they say. That's going to tell you a lot about whether or not they're your potential customer. Now the number two question I want you to ask is, could you tell me a little bit more about the scope of your project? What would you like to have done? So this is going to be um, a good question because they're going to start telling you a lot of information. A lot of people are going to want to start talking. You know, you might get into a 10 minute conversation, just them talking. That's a good thing. Listen very closely here. Take notes if you have to. Um, then after they get done telling you what they want to do and what the scope of the project is, I want you to mirror 
back to them what they just said. Repeat to them what you heard them say in your own words. This is going to signal to them that you're a good listener, that, you're care, that you care about them and their house and their project. This is going to signal to them that you're the one they might want to hire if those are the qualities they, they, they um, value, right? So, um, and then if you got something wrong, it's a great time to clear that, clear that up. So that's a tip there. Listen to what they say and mirror it back to them. So those are the first two questions I want you to be, uh, you know, please write them down. I'll, they'll be in the show notes. So you can write them down. And if, you don't, if you're looking for good questions, these would be great questions, I believe. They're, they're working for us. So here's some industry news. Uh, this is sponsored by the NTCA. It's something I put together because I've seen a lot of um, talk recently in Facebook on a, a thread specifically talking about lung safety. You know, a lot of the stuff that's in the synsets and, and products that we use can be very uh, harmful for our health. And we need to talk about it. We need to be, we need to acknowledge it and we need to protect ourselves. And frankly, it's 2019. We all should know about this. The only exception are, you know, if you're 17 and 18, 19, you're just getting into this trade. I want to talk about that in a minute. If it, You might not know about it but I want to let you know about it. Uh, NTCA wants to let you know about it. Uh, Later Crete, uh, all the companies really wants to let you know about it. They're, they're telling you about it. Every time you go to one of their workshops, you'll, you know, so this thread about <laughs> the danger of silica. And, and if you saw the picture of these lungs inside Facebook, or you've ever seen it, you're, you know, hopefully that scares you straight. But if you're like, me and you know that's why i started this thing because i'm an average i'm an average tile guy there's times when you can't find your mask and we do this if you're listening i just pull my shirt over my nose you know we do that and you know i don't know it's, it's maybe that's 10 percent better 20 percent better i don't know but it's dangerous we know that these things are harmful to us so are you at your job taking unnecessary risks that sucks but what's even worse is if you're asking your employees to take unnecessary risks, the young man and woman who is learning this trade under your guidance, and you're asking them to take these unnecessary risks, that's stupid business. Don't do that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I fought my guys on wearing masks and, and eye protection and ear protection. I fought them. It, you know, it can be a struggle, but I didn't give up. Every day I showed up, they weren't doing it. I'd, I'd yell at them. I'd stop the job. I'd have a safety meeting. And the next day they didn't do it. it it's, it's a struggle. I get it. But it doesn't mean I don't, I don't have these policies in place. Because in this thread, in this Facebook thread, one of the comments was from a young man, an employee who's learning the trade. He loves it. He wants to stay in this trade. But he said, I don't want my lungs to look like that in 20 years. And frankly, my employer, my current employer is a jackass. He doesn't provide me with lung protection. He didn't tell me about this stuff. He doesn't provide me with, with eye protection. It's go, go, go. So guess what this man is doing, this young man? He's looking for a new employee. Why wouldn't he? He's in Minneapolis, Minnesota. If there's anybody out there who's looking for a good employee, this is somebody who's actually invested in this trade. He wants to stay in it, but he doesn't want to die. He doesn't want to die, all right? <laughs> so. Do you train your people about the dangers and risks of this stuff? How do you do it? Where to start? It can be a daunting task. I know you're already wearing 100 hats, right? 
Well, that's where the NTCA comes involved. That's why I said that they sponsor this uh, industry news here because they have an online industry, excuse me, they have an online university that does just this. They've got close to 100 lessons in their online university. They're adding to them a lot. It was 70 not that long ago. They've got 100, close to 100 lessons now. And a lot of these are for you, the business owner. But a majority of them, or equal amount, of, you know, are for your employees. So if you have a few employees, or even one, this might be a great fit for you. This might be something that you can add to your business to attract employees, attract better quality employees. Say, hey, we have a training program. We're gonna take you through steps one through 20, whatever they are, one through 30. And by the end, you're gonna, you're gonna get a pay raise. Every 10 steps, you get a pay raise. I don't know, you gotta come up with this stuff on your own, but this is the way you do it. Join the NTCA, get involved with their online university. And, and a lot of these topics are about health and wellness, um, construction safety, it, it, introductions to things like cleaning agents and sealers. Those are just a few of the topics. It's accessible on phone. So what I like to do, what I used to like to do before I knew about this, is my, my helpers would say, what do I do in my downtime? Because we all know helpers have a few hours of downtime typically every day. I'd say, pull your YouTube out. You got a phone. Pull your YouTube out. Uh, Sal Tbilisi, watch all his videos. All right, I want you to watch one video a day, two videos a day. And they did it and they made progress. But now I would say, pull your, pull your phone out, um, jump on this online university, go through a course or half a course. And I, I would have a program set up. And that's the way I would attract, that's the way a lot of you, um, the ones that I'm working with and talking to, are the higher, you know, the quality people running these contractor companies that are making good money and making a good name for the tile industry are doing. They're already implementing these things. We should all be doing it or striving after it. Sometimes we have to strive after things. Sometimes it takes weeks, months, years to put some of this stuff into place. But this is one thing that I can help you put into place fairly quickly. So you can do this and it's gonna help your business, it's gonna help your employees, it's gonna help the trade. So now some of the upcoming episodes that we have, um, I, I think are pretty cool. It's topics that I've really been on my mind lately. Confidence, you've heard me talk about it on Instagram. The importance of having confidence. I wanna talk about where does confidence come from, how to get it. I'm somebody who lacked confidence most of my life. Recently, I've gained it. Where did it come from? I'm still working on it, okay? Again, it's practice. Uh, the importance of having confidence on the phone. We talked about that phone thing, how that's going to help you sell jobs at a higher rate, um, weed out your customers, being confident in there, how to have confidence in your pricing and why that's even important. Because let me tell you something, if you don't know, if you don't know why your prices are the way they are, if you're going off somebody else's prices, you lack confidence. You're just like, well, I think it's the, I think a couple grand is what Joe's charging. I'm gonna charge that, but you don't have confidence. So when somebody says, well, can you knock 500 bucks off? You don't know why it's two grand to begin with. So you think, okay, well, I got the job for 1500. You know, you don't know why. You don't have confidence. How to build this confidence, how to gain confidence in your pricing, why that's important. That's why I'm gonna talk about that. How about this one? The importance of generating lots of leads. I think everybody would understand why that's important, but how do you do it? I'm gonna to talk to you about how to do it. And later I'm gonna interview someone, uh, Ben Santos, my partner, because he's a, he's a machine. He's a man on a mission. He generates over 200 leads a year for him and his boss 
him and his tile partner. Okay. 200 leads a year. Let's break this down. Let's just call that 20 a month for two guys. How many jobs can they do? Two? See how that, see how that works? He's, what did you do last year? 40 jobs? You and a guy? What if you only had to do 20? What if you only had to do 20 and you made more money than those 40? That's what all these leads mean. So currently, um, I'm enjoying Northern California. I'm up here in Lassen and Plumas counties. Uh, Ben's going to come out here. We're going to be working on the business. We're going to be shooting some content. We're going to be recording some episodes um, about those topics and more. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing Adam Wilson. A lot of you know him on Instagram. He's very popular. I can, excuse me, icon tile, icon period tile on Instagram. If you're not following him, you're missing out. Uh, looking forward to that interview. I know you will as well. Um, I'm also going to get a hold of Joe Lima. He's up here, not too far from me. We're going to, I'm going to interview Joe. Joe's got a lot to say. He's a good guy. He's really involved in the industry. He loves mud work. He's a very skilled installer. All of you know him already. Keith Barnett. I'm really hoping I can pin him down and visit him. Um, I know he's got a lot to say about business. Very smart man. So look forward to those interviews uh, as well as, as these ones. Uh, Heidi Cronin, uh, she's a leader. She's in the, the ceramic tile industry uh, foundation. She's been, been uh, recently hired as the liaison and promotions director there. So we're going to talk about this, the CTI program. She's supporting that. She's working on that. I'm also going to talk to Jim Olson very soon. We're going to talk about more value of the NTCA. I know you're interested in that one. Becky Serban about the NTCA's online university. That's her role. That's what she's working on every day, what I just told you about. So, so you're going to want to look forward to those. Uh, these are people you can reach out to on Facebook as well. Uh, I'm going to head up to Portland after this in August next month. Uh, Bend area, Seattle, Bellingham, Northern Washington. Uh, I've got some great killer interviews lined up. Um, so look forward to those. You all know who's up there. It's going to be a blast. I'm going to do a meetup in Portland, uh, probably uh, mid, mid to early uh, August here when I'm passing through there because there's so many of you up there. Let's just get together, have a few beers. If you don't mind, it'd be a blast. <laughs> all right. So the, the tile money swag. I know you've all been asking me if you can have a t-shirt and stuff. It's you know, I've sent some out. It's kind of hard to keep up with that financially. So you can buy it. Feel free to buy it. Uh, find a link on inside Instagram on my homepage um, or tilemoney.com. There's a link that will take you to the, my Shopify account. And if you're out there and you don't really like my designs, maybe come up with one and, and you know, that'd be cool. Now, do you want to win this swag? I'll, I'll, do, I'll do about a t-shirt a month or maybe a hat a month, something like that, a couple stickers. Uh, you can enter. I've got two contests going on right now uh, for July. There's only a couple entrants. So get out there and do it. Share your tile story. How did you get into tile? I want to hear it. Or what's going on right now in your tile business? I want to hear it. And share it on social media. Tag tile money, hashtag tile money, and DM me. Let me know you did it just in case I miss it. Uh, get creative is the second way. A creative post. Do something fun. Do something cool about tile money. Maybe you're listening to Tile Money at work. I don't know. That's creative enough. Maybe you want to come up with something a little more creative. And I'll pick a winner for the creative one. And then I'll do a random, uh, random pick for the story one. So a couple ways to enter there. Don't forget uh, these two important questions on the phone now. I just want to remind you real quick. 
The first question was, may I ask you a few questions to get to know you a little bit better and determine if we are a good fit for each other? Question number two, could you tell me a little bit about the scope of your project? What would you like to have done? What would you like to see when, when I'm finished? Something like that. So two questions right there. All right, friends, uh, we've got another great tile money tip with Ron Nash. Uh, we're talking about negotiations here. This is an awesome tip. Uh, Ron calls it the salami slice approach. So you're gonna wanna listen to this tip right now. So let's talk about the salami slice approach. Okay. I'm, okay. Now you're making me hungry. <laughs> I know we do. The salami uh, uh, slice approach means it, it's when people try to pick apart the specification and single out a single product from the specification. Okay. All right. Um, first of all, Ron Nash rule number 55 on negotiation. Never negotiate on a single point. Understand that your deal is all-encompassing. What I mean by that is when a guy is trying to get you to lay out your specification really clear, what they are looking at is trying to create for themselves a Chinese menu whereby they can say, okay, I would like you to re reduce your pricing on your thin set. I would like you to re reduce your pricing on your backer board. I would like you and, – and I will give you the pricing on the waterproofing memory. When in actuality, you need to have all those components in order to get the thing done. Yeah. So the, uh, the salami slice approach is really powerful when you're, when you're a buyer because you can pick apart people's specifications on anything, on anything that you buy. Once again, with that car, hey, does that include the leather? Does it include, you know, you throw in the straw issues, you throw in all the other tactics, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, the great way to counter this is give something to get something or what we call tie a string to it. Okay. Okay. Look, if I get this deal closed, I will give you the sealer included with this. It doesn't, I don't get this price that I reel that back. I reel that back. They don't get it. All right. Okay. So if yeah. you tie a string, I'll give you this, but you have to give me this warranties by the way are great for this all right hey look if you leave the specification as is you get this additional warranty i change this component of the spec the warranty goes down to one year only or whatever you see how this yeah. works yep so the, the salami slice approach very very powerful i love that tip that tip helps us tile contractors retain profit in all areas see we don't just want to look at the bulk Every area of the job has to be profitable. The tile, if we can sell the tile, the thin set should be profitable. The shower should be profitable, the floor and the backsplash should all be profitable. Don't be fooled, friends. You need to have profit on every single job because there will be instances where something went wrong, right? So that's where that profit on every single job, 20 jobs in, the 21st one, something goes wrong. That's running a business. That's called being a business. You're gonna have to step it up but you just made really good profit on 20 jobs. So, you know, preferably you go longer than that. Now, far too long, us contractors have bought into the lie that maybe a, a builder tells us, well, I'm gonna keep you busy for a year. Look at this large number. Look at this, 100 grand. I'm gonna keep you busy, 100 grand. Don't be fooled by that number, friends. I've been fooled by that. A lot of you are being fooled by that, and I know you're being fooled by that because I bid against a lot of you. A lot of you are bidding out whole homes at 10 and $15,000 for two, three showers, 
a backsplash, a bunch of floors, and this is trick work, custom work. In San Luis Obispo, California, I bid against a lot of you doing this for 15 grand. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? It's not, don't, don't be busy. Don't be busy. Don't buy into that. Don't buy into those builders BS. You need to be profitable. Why are you bidding them so low? Don't do that. All right, friends, get subscribed to my weekly email because we're going to continue to talk about these phone sales. Like and share this podcast with another tile contractor. My mission is to help as many tile contractors as possible. My hope is that through this podcast, the Facebook group, the blog, the weekly email, the Instagram account, my hope is that this is helping you to solidify your business and ensuring that you're creating sustainable and profitable companies in the years to come. You're going to have to do this. So friends, until next time, take care out there. Keep up the good work.